Welcome everyone, live from CRC North Kibble in Melbourne, Australia. You're listening to CRC Live on Brimbank Live. My name is Cleopatra and my co-hosts today are Joya, Isabel, Adriana and Alicia. Our special guest today is Deputy Principal Brendan Hallen. Welcome Brendan. Hey guys, thanks for having me. <laughs> I'll start with the first question. So we've been told you've worked with Beyond Blue and had a huge role there. So do you want to tell us a bit about that? Sure. Yeah, so I have. I've been, I worked at Beyond Blue in 2012, 2013. I was the national education manager for Beyond Blue. So I work with schools right across Australia in implementing a program called Sensibility which was a resilience-based program to support young people in high schools aged between 12 and 18 years of age. And it was deliberately designed to support not only young people developing their sense of resilience, but developing critical skills that could help them with uh, social and emotional competencies. So my job was to work with those schools in implementing that program. And the second part of my role at Beyond Blue was to uh, work with tertiary institutions right across Australia in supporting young people make the transition from year 12 into university and supporting them whilst they were making that transition and getting themselves settled into a new life of education. Mm-hmm. How did you find um, that job of yours? Did you find it hard or difficult? Or- I did. There were challenges in the role, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, there were challenges because there's a lot of bureaucracy in working for government organisations. However, that being said, the the fortune that I had in working at an organisation like Beyond Blue was that I was able to work with lots of key stakeholders within schools who were responsible for supporting young people developing those social emotional competencies that I mentioned before. So it did have its challenges, but it certainly had more upside than the challenge. When did you um, move... To when you, so you worked at Beyond Blue first. Yes. So when did you decide that you needed something kind of new? Well, I've always been in education. So I started a, in teaching at Faulkner Secondary College in 2003. Oh, so, <laughs> alive. Yeah. And then I was there for around seven years and then I went into the mental health game for about four years uh, before going into Beyond Blue. I was working for another organisation then moved to Beyond Blue and then moved to CRC North Keelor. And the reason for moving to CRC North Keelor originally and initially was because I needed to be more local. Um, I was tired of the travel. Jet starring across Australia and doing what I was doing has emotional and a physical toll on my body. And I just wanted to get back to working uh, at a grassroots level and that was just being part of a community and – here I am at North Keelor, some nine to ten years on. <laughs> um, just about that, tell us about your role here at CRC North Keelor. Yep, so my, ro- my current role, my current role is Deputy Principal for staff. So I work very closely with Mr Zavatiro, who's our college principal, mm-hmm. in making sure that all the school operations and organisation and all our staffing matters are all adhered to that our policies and our processes and our practices all adhere to uh, compliance. So my role is very much overarching and structural with Mr Zavatero. And before that, I was the Deputy Principal for Learning and Teaching. So what you guys experience in the way of your learning journey to date on Schoolbox and with our changes in our curriculum, Mm -hmm. I was responsible for all that movement. So it's been a journey. 
but it's been a wonderful positive journey working in such a fantastic school community. So, sir, how do you reckon this school prepares students for life in VCE and after VCE? Well, the first thing I'd say is that our, we've got a very strong partnership with our feeder senior college and that's CRC Sydenham. And I think students are generally well equipped to go up to CRC Sydenham and participate in the life of that college as a, a newly found year 11 student. But I think what we've done really well at CRC North Keelor is, well, you guys will be the judge of that being the students, but I'd like to think what we've done is provided you with a wonderful opportunity to form great connections with each other and with your learning and also building on those relationship skills with one another that hold you in good stead when you do make a transition up to a new campus where you you're fused together with students from St Albans, CRC St Albans and CRC Carolyn Springs. So we'd like to think we've done a really good, wholesome job of helping you construct in your own headspace um, what it means to be in positive relationships with one another and your learning. I also think that uh, CRC North Keelor is has really empowered young people to take ownership of their learning, hence why I brought in the growth habits because underpinning the growth habits uh, personal responsibility, persistence and engagement. And I think those three critical learning skills are so helpful for young people in making that that big leap into year 11 at CRC Definitely. Sydney, which isn't always easy, guys. Mm. The journey for our year 10s is an uncertain one in VCE and beyond. In what ways will we see ourselves grow over the next couple of years? Well, I think there's a few things that you'll, you'll – you'll notice, um, I think the dynamic and, and complexity of relationships that you have with different people, especially the adult teachers, because CRC Sydenham have a different type of uh, relationship in the way that um, VCE classes are run and your engagement with those teachers will look and feel a little bit different to the engagement uh, with your teachers here at CRC North Keelor. Um You'll also have a huge amount of cognitive development, meaning all your, your brain's gonna change uh, tremendously because you will be uh, amongst newfound knowledge and you'll be developing skills and they'll be social skills, they'll be cognitive skills and they'll hold you in good stead while you journey through year 11 and 12 and hopefully onto tertiary institutions if that is your pathway. What is exciting about leaving this school and going to VCE and what aspects of this journey should we embrace and enjoy? What you should embrace and enjoy in the journey. I think embracing um, the opportunity to really test yourself at year 11 and 12 and put your best foot forward in maximising the time you have as a year 11 and 12 student. Because once the time's gone, it's gone. Then you're on yeah. to, to other things, other parts of your journey. I won't say bigger and better, but I will say you'll be into the next transitional phase of your life. So really enjoying the moment because it won't last long. Before you know it, you will be in year 11 and then you will be in year 12 and then you'll be looking back going, where did the time go? Yeah, and sure. you'll miss CRC North Keelor tremendously. <laughs> I know you all will. You're shaking your head. Yes, we will. But the reality is I think – um, this, this phase of your educational journey is where you really do need to harness the skills of being very personally responsible for your learning journey, uh, enacting persistence because there will be tough times ahead. There will be times where you are really tested and you will need to grab your resilience with two hands and you will need to lean on the critical mass, meaning your friends or your family to help you get through some of those 
very tricky, challenging times that might lay ahead. But you'll also enjoy the moments, the the little micro moments on day to day, the laughs with friends, the engagement with others, and you'll meet new people as well. So I think there's a lot to look forward to in two years left following North Kiowa. Two years. Us as Year 10s, we do lots of extracurricular programs with, within and without the school. What does the finished product of our Year 10 level look like to you? Okay, the finished product. That, that is such a, a personalised question. I think everybody is on their own learning journey. So for me to give you a prototype of a CRC North Keelor student would be remiss. I think what I would ask in return is, what, is your, what are your best hopes? What is it that you would hope to have achieved by the end of year 10? That's what I would have asked. Yeah. Because I think it's really important to reflect on your own journey, not somebody else's. Mm, definitely. And then identify, well, here have been my milestone moments of success and here are the next stages of my learning curve and then mapping them out through some goals. And I think that's the most important. I'd love to give you a wholesome answer about (laughs) what I think every student needs to adhere to, but it's not my journey. It's your journey. My job is to support you along your journey and nurture your growth and development, both as a student in your learning and in your relationships with others. Mm. Just going off the support at CRC North Kill, I've heard that you created connections. So what was your um, kind of mindset behind all that? Yeah, so Connections was a pastoral care program. It's got a different name now. Yes. It's called Pacor. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't name that. Um, but Connections, I did. And there was a task force that was built with about five staff members and we wanted to have some really robust critical thinking about how we support young people with social and emotional learning skills. So I'd just come out of working at Beyond Blue and saw many schools who had flourished in this area of providing their students with a platform to develop social and emotional skills. Mm-hmm. So I was able to bring that newfound knowledge in the CRC North Key Law and develop what we now, what we used to know as the Connections Program. And the reason we named it Connections is because I wanted students and the staff to connect first and foremost, and maybe that's partially the reason why you have a vertical house system. The second thing is I wanted students to connect within themselves and be more self-aware and socially aware, building their emotional uh, capabilities and in their relationships with other people. But I also wanted you to connect with the learning, hence the word connection. Um, And there were multiple themes delivered in the connections program um, at different year levels. Mm. So we wanted you to connect with that content dependent on the year level. Definitely. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to CRC Live on Brimbrick Live. Live from CRC North Kill in Melbourne, Australia. My name's Cleopatra and I'm here with Joya, Isabel, Adriana and Alicia. Our special guest today is Deputy Principal Brendan Helen. Just going off the mental health issue again, um, have you seen that mental health is go- has um, changed uh, over time or has it kind of particularly stayed the same, just not talked about as lot? I haven't seen the latest stats, so... Um I will give a generalised comment here rather than a specific one. It's been a few years since I've seen uh, data around mental health, mental illness, but I would generally say that um, there's greater awareness of uh, mental illness. Mm -hmm. There's also deeper understanding about mental health and the two concepts are different. And over the time, since 1997, I think across Australia, we have seen a wide 
like a, a almost all, all these green shoots sprout out around the support, the resources um, that are not only in schools but in communities, and that's because of the agency of the government to provide funding in the right spaces and the right places, but they also understand the significance and the importance that people like myself or teachers play in a school setting to really harness and nourish the the social and emotional capabilities within young people so that you, in turn, after you leave the borders of CRC North Keel or you contribute to the community in such wonderful, powerful ways that enable you to navigate through tricky terrain from time to time because life has pitfalls and you need to understand how to navigate around them or step back from them and analyse a different way forward. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this question's a bit not related. That's but, all right. Um, what's the funniest moment you've had as a teacher? The fun. Yeah. <laughs> the funniest moment I've had as a teacher. Yeah. I've had a few. I think in my first year here at the college, I was on a year nine camp mm. and I would say that I experienced the funniness of Mr. Keith Whaley. <laughs> And I'll just leave it at that. But uh, oh, well. Mr. Smith and I were rolling on the ground with some of his comical genius. Oh, well. Interesting. <laughs> I've actually never even seen Mr. Whaley laugh, to be honest. <laughs> no, I did hear him sing one time. Yeah, I heard that too. Karaoke. <laughs> Great singer. He's very creative and he's very funny. And, oh, um, yes. yep, I'd say that there was a moment on the camp that with <laughs> amongst us teachers that he shared with us and it was it, – it still, it still gets me chuckling from time to time. I would love to know what he had to <laughs> So what do you think are the biggest challenges ahead of us and what approach should we take in meeting those challenges? As a school or as a student? Both. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's fair. Um, robot. Does a robot have a name? Siri? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I think Maybe NK. No. I think um, this question mainly... Oh. Just wait, George. Calm down. Uh, for the question, like mainly for the student, not for the school. Like, yeah, per student. Please ask the question again. Okay. <laughs> what are the biggest challenges ahead of us and what approach should we take in meeting those challenges? Like not only in the school but like when we leave and go to Sydney and uni. Well, the biggest challenges, mm, that will depend on who you are and what you consider to be a challenge. For some, the transition to the senior campus would be considered consider a challenge, but for others, it's not. For some, getting a part-time job and balancing that with your studies mm. is a challenge, but for others, it's not. And I could go on and on here with you know comparing apples with apples, but I think the challenge for, for each student is to really develop a, a, a deep sense of awareness of who they are, know when to ask for help, how to ask for help. I think that's a, a really important skill that will hold you in good stead, not only in school, but outside of school, you know, being resourceful and being able to know who and when and how to ask for help. I think students need to be equipped with um, really good collaboration skills. You need to be able to learn to work with others and that is a workplace skill that I notice with my teachers now. So if that's happening now, it's something that young people need to be equipped to be able to deal with. Uh, critical thinking skills are very, very important for your learning because it's asking you to dig a little bit deeper as to what it is that you're learning and understanding how it's applied in, in your world. Um, 
communication skills are really important. I do have a worry in the sense of using technology too much can um, um, mean less collaboration with others if you're just looking down at a screen, but trying to strike a balance with the use yeah. of the technology and when to put it down and collaborate with um, the useful resources around you, I think that's a big challenge for young people. Um, so, look, I could keep going here. There's there's a lots and lots of challenges that young people experience, but, again, it comes back to a point I made and raised earlier that each and every single student is on their own journey. So the challenge will look vastly different from one student to the next. Make sense? Yeah. 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 Um, this is a very general question, but what do you love most about your job here? That I'm contributing to a, a very strong faith-filled community. That's first and foremost. Mm. The second thing is that I'm, I'm shaping our school to support and be resourceful for young people to flourish. That's the second thing. Third thing is that I'm supporting teachers to be, to really reflect, refine their practice in the hope and ambition of supporting young people to become who they dream to become. Mm. So there are a few things here that I really relish um, the opportunity to be involved in and yeah. they would be three. You talk so you're a deputy principal, and you've talked mm. about how you'd make the protocols and whatnot like that. Mm. Um, but other than that, like, what else do you do? Like, you don't fire people. Is that Mr. Sabatieri's job? <laughs> um, what else do I do here at the college? Uh, if you ask Miss Monderas and others mm. around me, they would probably give you a bit more of a wholesome picture about the things that I I do. But uh, first, I'm gen besides the things that I mentioned. Um, I'm a critical friend to a lot of people in our small executive leadership team, and we have one, and that's with Mr. Zavatiro, that's with Mr. Gitson, that's with Ms. Cirillo, Ms. Mondares, Ms. Mullen, and Ms. Henry. Yeah, so that's our that's <laughs> our leadership team. So my role is to support each member in that team, um, and I use the word critical and uh, critically and analyze their work. My job is to really be a critical friend to them in their work and. They will utilise my skills in order to support um, some of their, their thinking going forward and mm -hmm. maybe there's some of their challenges as well. So being a critical friend, I also do a lot of coaching, a lot of professional coaching with some of our staff, which mm. goes on behind private doors um, in supporting uh, those staff members to grapple with a, a particular leadership challenge. Um, so, yeah, I'm on committees <laughs> Right. I, I get yard duties. <laughs> I do all the little bits and pieces. I do the nitty gritty work that uh, goes along with the job as well. But um, being also available to our families is 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 one of my uh, portfolios. And yeah, I, there's lots of ground that I cover. Mm -hmm. um, I just have a question. Um, so you've obviously worked at um, Beyond Blue like in 2003, yeah? No, that was 2012 and 2013. Oh. All right. Um, well, have you seen an increase increase in like the mental health and stuff, especially during COVID and how it's affected people? Well, yeah, gleaning on the statistics, on the research, I would say yes, but I couldn't give you a, a clean response as to how much things have shifted and changed. You'd have to ask somebody who is a mental health professional uh, regarding some of the, the impact that a situation, a pandemic like COVID has had on community and society in general. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I think if I make some general comments here, I would say that people in community have been challenged 
their challenge, much like your learning journey, has been different to the next person, their neighbour. So I think they've learned to be persistent through really tough, hard times in their life. I think they've probably been very agile and adaptive and that should be commended because sometimes I think we look at a pandemic like COVID and say, gee whiz, that's been quite a destructive time in our life. But I wonder what's been constructed during that critical period that we'll never forget, mm. whether you're a young person or an adult. Mm. Yeah. I just want to ask one question. I don't know if Mrs. Zavatiro told you this, but I asked this to him when we interviewed him. It was probably the most important question of them all. Uh, what AFL team do you go for? Oh, that's an easy question and it's a really good question okay. because I go for the Cats. Oh. <laughs> and, of course, they are the 2000. Yeah, yeah, okay. Oh. Uh, okay, yeah, whatever. We've got to kick you off now, so yeah. <laughs> there you go. I do. I'm yeah. for Geelong and I've been an avid Geelong Cat supporter for a long, long time. And Mr. Zavatiro, you know, he barracks for North Melbourne. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that says it all. Yeah. Like, what's life after NK? What's life after NK? Retirement. <laughs> uh, I'm not too sure what life after NK holds for me because I will, I'll be really honest here. Um, I set goals and I don't look too far ahead um, because you never know what the future may hold and uh, come what may, I'm very open and uh, to possibilities and opportunities that, that just sort of come day to day, week to week, month to month, year to year. I don't live in a 10-year bubble thinking yeah. by the end of 10 years I must have achieved this because that's really unrealistic mm. because you never know if something like a COVID situation might pop up or something else pops up in between as well. So, yeah, I don't look too far ahead. That crystal ball can <laughs> stay on its shelf. I'm not interested in peeking too deep into it. Mm. Well, that's that's, that's that's all we have time for today. Thank you for our guest. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's all we have time for today. Thank you, Mr. Hellenin, for coming in today and talking to us. It's been a great pleasure talking to you uh, live from CRC in North Killeen, Melbourne, Australia. You've been listening to CRC Live on Boombank Live. My name is Cleopatra. My co hosts today were... Joya, Isabel, Alicia and Adriana, thank you for joining us today. We hope you have found this information useful. Until next time, have a great day.